Welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Erin Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers from the stage show and beyond to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, I have a super special guest. It's been a long time coming. Um, She is a kink and swing lifestyle community member, Jim Hello, hello, hello. Hello, lady. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And you? Oh, just great. <laughs> You're always so special. I love it. <laughs> I'm always so special. You're very special. <laughs> you are a sparkly gem. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say that. That'll describe that. Then you can picture it. Everyone can picture it completely. <laughs> Um, we're here with a topic today, actually. We are. Yeah, we want to talk about something super fun, uh, that, and super fun and serious that you have done recently. My breast augmentation. Your boobies. My boobs. And we've been wanting to talk about this. You've had them for about three months. Mm-hmm. And we've been wanting to talk about it for about that long. Because mm-hmm. nobody talks about the dark side. The dark side of the boob. <laughs> it's a major surgery. It's a major surgery. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about, like, go through the whole thing from, like, booking the appointment. From the thought mm-hmm. to booking the appointment to the surgery to the after. Like, let, let me have it. Wow. Okay, well, the thought... The thought, That, that yeah. goes back years. Yeah. So that goes back, I had lost 50 pounds about four or five years ago. Yeah. And let's just say things turned from hell to <laughs> deflated balloon. Oh, yeah. Um. So it was one of those things that's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to get a... I'm going to get them done. I'm yeah. going to get them done before I turn 45. Yeah. Uh, and I always said that, and I thought to myself, my 35th birthday is running around the corner. Yeah. Why wait? Yeah. And it was a matter of a week before I got a referral from a friend who had had um, augmentation done. And I said, give me your surgeon's name. I had a consultation within a week. He was wonderful. Yeah. And... Um, he was super honest and was like, yeah, we could fill those up. Yeah. But we need to lift them too. <laughs> because, a fill and a lift. Yes. So it was a full lift. It's basically completely reconstructed. Your yes. chest is completely reconstructed. Yes. So, which is major. Huge. Major, major. Huge. Super painful. Doing them both at the same time as well. Um, oh, do they usually do one at a time? Often um, people will get the lift without the implants. Oh, I got you. Or they'll get the implants without the lift. <laughs> at a time I'm so dumb I'm so sorry that's why it's important to talk about this actually yes often people do only get one no if you think about it really well, if you've had any sort of um asymmetry there uh, are tons yes. of people that will do just one of course or, or if you've get, lost a breast yeah or, or for whatever reason yeah yeah or yeah. they'll even um if like one needs 300 cc's and the other one needs 500 cc's 
Right. Yes. Because all boobs are not symmetrical. That's not the nature of natural breasts. I was lucky. My surgeon actually said, the good news is, is that they're symmetrical. (laughs) Perfect. But if I put implants on it, I'm going to get something called a Snoopy boob deformity. What? (laughs) Please. Please. basically when the natural breast hangs over. The implant. The implant and kind of like points down. Yeah, I can picture a Snoopy boob. Right? I can picture. So tell me what what exactly happened in the consultation. He was super honest and lovely Mm -hmm. and amazing. Did he show you some breasts and what things might look like? What did you, what was the whole experience? He gave me, he gave me the round, like the gel implants. He to told hold me, in your hand? To hold in my hand. Yeah. He, so he gave me the three different types. So you've got saline, you've got regular silicone and you have something called gummy bear silicone, which is a cohesive gel. It's more Obvious. viscous. Yes. More viscous so if you were to cut them in half, they'd be two equal pieces. They wouldn't leak. Okay. Um, obviously I chose those ones. Okay. Yay. No leakage. Um, Was that the only difference between the three types? Yeah. Well, the saline is great because the scars are smaller because they can put them in and then fill them up. Okay. But, and with the silicone, the scars can be a little bit smaller than the gummy bear silicone because they're not as tough. Right. But the gummy bear silicone, because it's so much big, like tougher, it's harder to squeak in there without making a bigger incision. Okay. I'm thinking, though, that that also changes the texture of the breast. Um, not that much. You'd be surprised no? because okay. I went with something called um, moderate profile. So okay. there's moderate profile and high profile. Moderate profile, they're thinner. Okay. They're big and round, but they're thin, so they don't stick out from the chest as much. More like discs, like yes. flat discs. Yes. Okay. So you, you moderate. Know how to describe things when you can't see your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a lot of hand movies. Yes, she's talking a lot with her hands. Um, (laughs) So moderate profile and high profile. Mm -hmm. Is there a a lesser step of that? Just those two. Not that he told me about. That those two. Okay. I think there's also like overfilled or something when you're dealing with um, saline. Because you can overfill them a little bit to make them even more high profile and stick out even more. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that wasn't for me. I wanted moderate. I'm like, nope, we're good. Yeah. Um, so what he did was he measured my chest. This from, is all in the consultation. He's doing yeah. this. Yeah. He measured from where my breast is on the outside up at the top mm-hmm. um, across to the middle. To your sternum. And, yes. And then found out kind of what that centimeter, how many centimeters that was. That's, so it was like fitting a shoe. You don't have to say, I want 300 cc's or 600 cc's. You say, your shoe size is a size 14. For me, I had 14 centimeters, which yes. is quite large as far as the, the the size of my chest, not the size of my boobs, the size <laughs> of my chest. Yes. Um, and so I could get a range this is the range that would fit on your frame. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. So they don't come okay. out under your armpit and so that they don't stick too close together. So it was basically, you have 14 centimeters, so you need something that is 13 and a half centimeters mm-hmm. to 14 and a half centimeters mm-hmm. in diameter. Okay. So that meant I had no choice but to go at at least 425 cc's. Okay. Which is? Which was 13 and a half centimeters. But I went to 500 cc's. You jacked it right up. Yeah, it was about 14.25 centimeters, I think. Yeah. So now they're a lot closer together than they used to be. Right, right. Yes. Because you went higher than recommended. Well, I went within the recommended range. Yes. Um, and I'm glad that I did because most people say, 
um, my biggest regret is I went too small. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I said, you know what? Just do it. I could even, I even feel today that I could have gone bigger. Even bigger. I think I could have gone with high profile. Oh, <laughs> upon reflection. High say 2020, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Upon reflection, I'm like, no, they could stick out a little bit further. Maybe in 25 years when these ones are gone. Yeah. I don't get them redone, whatever. The other thing he did was measured the location of my nipple. Yeah. So if you're picturing your breast as a dartboard. Yep. And your nipple is the bullseye. Yep. That is perfect. But that's not how boobs work. Not the nature so, of natural breasts. Right? So basically what they're looking for is if, you're, if you're, your breast is a, a dartboard and your nipple is the um, bullseye, yeah. the bottom part of the dartboard is the crease under your breast. Yes. If your nipple is higher than the crease, mm-hmm. you don't need a lift. If it's on oh, or below the crease, okay. you need a lift. You needed a lift. And I needed a lift yes. because my, my nipple was full, like my breast flopped kind yeah. of yeah. enough that my nipples still tr- pointed forward, but it was below the crease. They're on the lower half of yeah. your breast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the lower pole is what they, the lower they pole. Oh, yeah. the breast lower poles. pole. Oh, yes. Upper pole. <laughs> North pole. And I had no upper pole fullness. <laughs> no upper pole fullness. <laughs> no, that went with the weight. <laughs> so Yeah. And then, okay, so you picked, you picked the gummy bear silicone, mm-hmm. you picked 520, did you yeah, say? Yeah, 520 You CCs. did that all in the consultation? I originally picked 485 cc's. Yes. And then went up? And then went for another consultation to try on the 520s. So you tried on? How did you try it on? Uh, put a sports bra on. Yeah. Um, pushed my breasts flat and slid it on top of, I guess, the upper pole. Yeah. Um, to see because to see where it would end up. Okay. Um, it wasn't an exact science, but it gave me an idea of how full my breasts would look in a sports bra. Yeah. Yeah, I can wear and sports look- bras now. <laughs> I could never wear sports bras. <laughs> Ever. It just made them disappear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I've got, I got the small boobies. So from the consultation, you picked, you picked the breast. Mm-hmm. What type of breast you wanted, mm-hmm. and then how long before? What it, happened next? Well, it was a decision on whether or not I was going to get the lift with the implants or just the implants, and then see if I needed the lift later mm-hmm. because I was it was uh, about a six thousand dollar difference. Ooh, to get them separately, it cost <clears throat> more money. No, or... to get just the implants was was ten thousand dollars, and the lift with the implants was sixteen thousand. It was a lot of money. Um, so that's a big decision. Yorkville doctor. <laughs> yeah, that would be why. Yeah, um, yeah. but worth it. Uh, it's surgery. Uh, yeah. You should be spending money if on the surgery. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to chin- chintz on the surgery. No, there's no bargain shopping for for big major surgery. No. <laughs> Especially something that needs even, that level Even a of small surgery, I feel like. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah, actually, if I'm getting my appendix out, I don't Any care t- if you're accurate. <laughs> Any type of surgery. I guess we're just spoiled in Canada because all of those are paid for. I know, right? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh. So, yeah. So, then I called them back after I made the decision. Mm-hmm. And they asked me, well, when do you want to do it? He does two days a week. That he's in surgery, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, "Well, sooner rather than later, so that I can be healed up for summer enough." Yeah, and she said, "I can do it in two weeks." Wow! 
come on in with a money order and I just about had a panic attack at work <laughs> because I called on my lunch break. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> and I come back out after my lunch break and everybody told me that I was white as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? And I'm like, I think I'm, I'm having my breasts done. Um, um, like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting my boobs done, guys. <laughs> It happened. It all happened so fast. Once you said the ball in motion, it's like two weeks. Yes. (gasps) Oh my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So leading up to the surgery, were you shitting? Were you excited? Were you (laughs) you blacked out? You just completely blacked out. I don't remember much. I remember laying in bed about about four days before, in my head, just everything going nuts. Thinking, I chose not to tell my parents. Okay. Um, because of just reasons beyond, they're not as accepting of my lifestyle as, so I don't, they, I don't tell. They don't ask, I don't tell. Okay. Um, so I didn't, I chose not to tell them that, uh, cause I didn't think they'd understand. And you're not going to tell them that? No, I've told one of my brothers and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, and I just tied them when I go, I wear a sports bra. Oh yeah. Because I used to wear push-up bras. So what I said was basically I wanted my breasts to look without a bra, the way that they did with a push-up with bra. With a big-ass push-up bra. And that's exactly the way okay. they look. So not a huge difference. Not with the push-up bra. Yeah, between huge difference. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in yeah. a shirt, it'd be like, no, you're just wearing a honking push-up bra. Exactly. You could be, yeah. Exactly. And then wear it high enough that you're not going to see that I have a lot of extra cleavage. Right, because they're yeah. closer together. Yes, they're closer together and I have more upper pole fullness. More upper pole fullness! <laughs> <laughs> Yep. So so you're so four days before you're just how do I tell my parents? Why don't why am I not telling my parents? Should I be telling how do they what if they notice? Oh my god, they're gonna be like, you could buy a car for that, or that could be a, a down payment on a mortgage. And I knew that it was all gonna be how are you paying for this? And mm-hmm. um How how I, are I you took, paying for this? I took it out of um my my RSPs took it out of your RSPs. Yes. Yep. So I have been saving for retirement since I was very young. I started Good saving for, for retirement when I was about twenty two. Good for you. Yeah. So I started um, putting away money in RSPs for the tax break. Um, so there was a money in my RSPs, and I thought so I could wait until I'm sixty five and use that money. Or I could take it out now. So because it was $16,000 with withholding taxes, I took out twenty from my retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pay it back later. Yeah. You got tons of time between now and 65. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even if you started, I feel like many people have not started investing in their RSPs at our age now. So yeah. you... I was ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game. Even if you start restart investing in your retirement now, mm-hmm. you're probably still ahead of the game. That's the hope. <laughs> that's the hope I'm oh. like oh but I you know what people also borrow from their RSPs to do the first time home buyers yeah sure yeah so yeah, yeah, I yeah. did it so you did ropes. it for another investment yes <laughs> investment in your self-confidence exactly <laughs> sexiness yeah and for me and it's also like um body mod so I've always been a huge fan of tattoos and piercings and implants and other, like I've never had any implants, but I love when people do body modification, extreme body modification. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. I want to do it. And I actually thought this was a pretty socially acceptable way for me to modify my body in an extreme way mm-hmm. that made me feel like, hey, I have something really cool and not natural. <laughs> I don't know. 
So it served the purpose of you needed it done. You felt like you needed it done to be happy with your own body. Mm -hmm. But also it kind of tickled this body mod kind of fetish. Probably more so than anything else. Yeah. It was more so that I could have lived the rest of my life with the breasts that I had. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like I said, I put on a lot of weight. I got the boobs. I never had boobs before that. Mm -hmm. So I lived my whole life without them. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got them, I loved them. Um, but I was larger, so mm-hmm. I lost the weight and then I couldn't enjoy the, the weight loss. Mm-hmm. So I said, I could still live with these breasts. They're mm-hmm. still fine, but it was more the body mod. It was more the, sometimes I just get an itching to pierce or tattoo something. So why not do this? Yeah. Everybody wants why to don't see I do them. Th- Everybody wants to feel them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a new tattoo. Can it's I like, see? can I see it? Yeah. What does it mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How old is it? Who did it? Yeah. How much did it cost? How much did it cost? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the conversations we've been having. So many questions yeah. come up that people don't realize. Yes. Big time. There's so much to this. And also, I mean, considering your lifestyle, we mentioned you were mm-hmm. in the kink community and in the swinging community, uh, boobs are a good portion of that you know you're wearing some sexy outfits you're Mm -hmm. you're being seen nude or in sexy outfits or all the time all the time and it makes life a lot easier getting dressed for a party because i don't have to worry about what shirt i'm gonna wear to make my boobs look nice yeah and it's like oh i really want to wear that but it's strapless and i have to wear a bra yeah now i'm like bra Rush. Who needs a bra? Now it's the the quandary of what outfit will make will show off my boobs the best. Right? Yeah. But sometimes like a plain white tank top doesn't get better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put on a plain white tank top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. Right now I'm still in that space of what's gonna cover the scars. Mm -hmm. Because it has only been three months and there is a lot of scars that go into this yeah. the lift with the implants. Yeah. Um, especially if you're not doing saline. Yeah. So I have completely underneath the breasts, mm-hmm. um, along the entire curve, yeah. um, down the center from the middle of my nipple Downwards. down to the, cur- to the crease and around my nipples. Yeah. At the moment. At the moment. That's what's, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Three and that's after. what it will always look like. Um, yeah. the ones Well, are, the scars not fade a bit or the, col- the yeah, color of the white. scars. Yeah, the scars will go white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They'll yeah, go yeah. white. They're around the nipples and down the front have gone a lot. They've faded tremendously. Yeah. Um, the underneath, obviously, it's carrying more weight. Yep. Um, yes, they're underneath the muscle, but the muscle had to be lifted up in order to put them underneath. That's like a huge, that's huge. Mm-hmm. It hurt like hell. Yeah, okay, so tell me about, okay, going in for the surgery. Mm-hmm. It was go to the same office. He had all of his OR in the same building. Wow. Yep, he's an incredible doctor. Um, and I just, again, I don't remember a lot. I have to close my eyes to remember <laughs> um, because it was Take so me back. intense. Take me back, Rhea. Yeah. yeah, so you go down into this little room and you put all your stuff into a locker and they clip all of these, like, your locker key to your um, your clipboard, um, fill out a couple of pa- pieces of paper, sign for the actual implants themselves, like, sign before they put them in on how big they were. So it was like, you're getting 520 cc's of the gummy bear silicone. Sign off on it. Yes, I am. These are the little strips that came from the package. 
initial them mm-hmm. so we know that those are my boobs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be. Yeah. Um, and then they just wheeled me into the to the OR and the 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 doctor came in, introduced me to the other doctors that would be in the room. Mm-hmm. They put the IV in my arm. I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. I woke up four and a half hours later. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, had a bad reaction to the anesthesia. Um, I've been under anesthesia before, and it wasn't this bad. But I was like dry heaving oh. when I woke up, and I was still very drugged. So I don't remember anything but trying, like trying to throw trying up, trying to throw up, yeah. Which of course caused significant extra pain in my chest Oof. because you're you're, you're using your muscles to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like anytime I've had to even just have local, maybe it's just a mental thing though. Anytime I've even had to have local anesthesia, mm-hmm. I throw up after. Oh, so I don't some know. People have that. I don't know if it's like a psychological thing though, like or a shock thing. Well, your body shock response. Shock. Yeah, some something mm-hmm. that I usually throw up, even like a small little thing, like stitches. Wow. Ooh. I'll like throw up after. Oh, I feel. Don't get your boobs done. No, I won't. <laughs> no, I'm, I've thought about it. Like a lot of women, I've thought about it. Mm-hmm. Even though I really love my breasts, I'm like, you know what I would really love though? <laughs> know what I'd love even more? They're just a titch bigger. Like, right? <laughs> I kind of just want to choke on them sometimes. <laughs> I just want to. <laughs> myself sometimes you know every girl's felt that um okay so what do so you're heaving i'm dry heaving and they put me out again to stop me from dry heaving because i could have done damage to the internal dissolvable stitches and i don't remember a lot i just remember them calling for i think it was um demerol just knocked me out again yes i woke up now in the recovery bed um and okay ladies your chest muscles are connected to everything above your belly button. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sit up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't lift my arms. I couldn't even move my head without causing pain. They um, they just kept shooting me up with more morphine. I, but still, it was painful. Still, there was nothing that got rid of that pain. Um, I was I was delirious. Yeah. Uh, they gave me two Percocets. Put me in a wheelchair and gave me to my to my partner. And How long were you in recovery? I don't know. Just you don't know. Unfortunately, I don't know. You haven't asked your partner. I, I've never asked my partner. No. <laughs> he will eventually. Yeah, I'm he sure. just came and picked me up um, at some point. They probably just got sick of me asking for, for them to call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like, feel more comfortable at him? home. Can you call him? I need I need him here by my bedside. Yeah, yeah. Um, not overnight, though. No. No, definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. A couple of hours. Okay. Just enough to make sure that I was... Alive. Yep. And was <laughs> no alive. longer dry heaving. Yes, right, 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 right. It was probably some gravel in that, too, oh um, which made God. me even dopier. Um, so you're I'm, dopey as fuck when your partner comes to pick you up. Yes. Yeah. Just wheel me into the car. Don't yeah. remember the drive home. Yeah. Um, he says that I was, my voice was extremely whiny. Whiny. <laughs> like I have, I have a pretty deep voice on a regular basis. Yeah. He said that it was like higher yeah. and just whiny, oh. <laughs> but it was okay. Um, and then he went and got me Popeye's chicken <laughs> and I couldn't eat a bite of it. I was going to say, could you eat? No. no. Yeah. I didn't want any of it. I didn't want anything. Um, the next two days are super fuzzy. Yep. I did it on a Thursday. Um, I was counting hours between Percocets. 
Oh. It was like, has it been four hours yet? Can I take another one, please? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Oh, God. No, but again, it had been sliced open three ways. What did, like, a week later look like? Two weeks later? Uh, A lot of pain. Yeah. Um, still, so I was forbidden from lifting my arms above my head for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to be bathed mm-hmm. by somebody else. It's kind of hot. Yeah, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, I couldn't take the surgical bra off unless I was bathing. Okay. That's so it. you're wearing this thing. And what, do you have a drain? No, that I did not need. Okay. Yay! Um, That happens a lot for reductions. Okay. And although the lift and the reduction procedure is virtually identical, Mm -hmm. it it didn't need drainage for me. Okay. Because they did remove a lot. What does the surgical bra look like? (laughs) It's like a sports bra that... Undoes at the front? Yeah, yeah, zips up at the front yeah. and and connects at the front, like bra clasps okay. at the front. Yeah, and it's super freaking tight. Yeah, why? Um, because of the lift. So, couldn't have the pressure of the implants opening up the lift, um, the lift incisions. Mm-hmm. So, if I had just gotten the implants, I would have actually been encouraged not to wear a bra. Okay. But because I got the lift too, I needed to make sure that my breasts reconnected with each other. Okay. Yeah. Reconnected. Like, well, each side reconnected. Yes. And they closed up. Yes. So how long until you were feeling like a person? Um, not, until not I was off monster. the Percocet. I think I was on the Percocet for about a month almost. About a month. Yeah. So you were feeling kind of regular you again about a month after? Yeah. I was starting to feel more like myself about a month after. Yeah. It was at least a month. Um, I would have moments where I could socialize for like a short period. I took two weeks off work. I recommend that anybody take two weeks. Do not take one week. Yeah. It doesn't sound like, it sounds like two weeks is insane. I came back, uh, it was about two and a half weeks before I came back to work. Do you wish Um, you could have taken longer? The first two days I ended up going home. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. And again, like if you're sitting, if you have a desk job, that's fine. I just happen to be in retail at this moment. So because so you're of walking that, around, I was walking yeah. around and I couldn't lift any, anything heavy for a month. Can't exercise for a month. Not none of that. I think I had my six week at my six week checkup was when he said that I could start holding things in your arms. Yes. Essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. That's when I could start using my pectoral muscles again. Yes, right. Yeah, and they had dropped a little bit. Yeah, so what, yeah, what are they, this is, thing with the dropping, mm-hmm. people may not realize this, and I didn't either. They they don't look, they look different after you're getting them done. Yes. No, no, you've gotten them done. They, they look much different than how they're going to look in a few months. Absolutely, absolutely. Because what's happening What's happening is, is the gel inside of them, it, gravity is turning it from a flat disc to almost like a, a like a water balloon. The water's, the, the water or whatever you've got in them, the gel is moving to the bottom. So they call it dropping. The actual silicone um, inside is dropping, not the implant itself. Mm-hmm. So you end up with a kind of pooling down at the bottom to get a more natural teardrop type look. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to do that. It's supposed to do that. It's supposed to fall or Mm -hmm. drop. Exactly. They call it drop and fluff. 
Johnny I'm Fluff. Like, like at all. I'm What's good. the fluff part? I haven't seen the fluff part. I've seen <laughs> no the fluff. fluff part. I haven't seen the fluff part. No fluff. Um, but yeah, basically when you first get them done, you look down and it looks like you've got like baseballs like right, right up at your neck. your neck. Yeah. 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 Like, like right at your hell? chin. Yeah. But they won't be like that always. No. They got to fall. They will. So just over time. Yeah. So they say at least three months before you get the majority of it done. Mine are still dropping. I'm three months in and I still know. And they drop at different rates. Like the breasts my, drop at different rates. My right one stayed higher for longer than my left. Yeah. Probably because I was using my arms more. Oh, yeah. My right arm is my dominant arm. Right. And I remember you telling me you actually had to do some physio on them to get them to drop. Yeah, they call it massage. It's not massage. Um, but yeah, you basically just like hold your arms, you hold your hands on the top of your breast, the upper pole, and you just gently push. And you can feel the bottom... I'm doing it right now. Sorry, guys. You can't see it. Um, you can f- actually see the bottom puff up when mm-hmm. you do it. The other one is to take on each side mm-hmm. and push them together. Together. Because your, pector- your pectoral muscles will actually, as you use them, separate them. Okay. So you want them to stay closer together. Mm-hmm. So you do that for, hold it for 10 seconds, let go. Hold it for 10 seconds, let go. And you do that for the first 10 weeks. Wow. Yeah. And then it's fine. And then you don't it's fine. Yeah, and then it's fine. It'll it's do its thing. <laughs> they're going to go where they're going to go. They have a mind of their own. So, okay, okay. We need to take a break. And then we got to talk more boobs. There's more. There's complications. Little things. A little yes. couple. A little thing. Little surprises. Yep, that people don't talk about. Little happy surprises uh, <laughs> that happen between then and then now. We're going to talk about uh, all... They're not happy surprises, guys. Spoiler. Spoiler Spoiler alert. They suck. Surgical (laughs) complications. Spoiler alert. Uh, We're going to have a quick break. We're going to talk about the awesome folks that come as you are. And then we'll be right back with Jim. This episode is sponsored in part by Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary feature, available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com. Spiders Will Eat Your Face is a documentary about the history of pet tarantulas and how the web of spiders is all tangled up in some important historical moments in America. That is Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the movie, on Amazon. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We're here with Jim. What, what? (laughs) Uh, And we're talking about boobs. We're talking about some boob implants. Mm -hmm. We left off um, uh, at a cliffhanger. (laughs) 
<laughs> minor complications. Of my some minor complications that yes. might and could and did happen along the way. That they did. <gasps> so first one. Yeah. T split. Right? It's called T split. It's called a T split. So the T incision split. Okay, so the T, yeah. Right? The T, so the um it's an I guess it's an upside down T. Now that I think about it. The incision coming down from the nipple and the perpendicular across. Exactly. That's the T. So there's this little like spot where the two incisions meet Mm -hmm. and it can split open. Mm -hmm. I was really lucky. It was a completely superficial split. Okay. It just separated a little bit. It was no big deal. All I had to do was put... Um, polysporin on it. Okay. And it went away. But of course, click, 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 I take pictures. And I go on every website and I email the pictures to my, my surgeon's, um, office manager. Yeah. And she gets back to me within two hours. Wow. Nice. She says, he says, wash it. Yep. Put the tape back on it. Yep. Put some, um, polysporin on it. When can you come in and see us? Great. I was in the next day. Wow. He was that amazing. Yorkville doctors. Right? Yorkville. (laughs) Hashtag Yorkville. (laughs) Sorry, but if you're going to get your boobs done, (laughs) go where the money is. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. So, and he had like took super care and all he needed to do, Uh it hurt like hell. Did you put a stitch? No. No. He put a um, Q-tip in to see how deep it was. (laughs) Oh, I know. Because he needed to make sure that the implant wasn't exposed to the elements. Okay. Because that is where the complication occurs. Okay. Uh, So for me, thank God, it's under the muscle. So he puts it under the muscle. He stitched the muscle up. Then he did the lift. Okay. So it's two separate sets of stitches. So I was still protected by the first set. Okay. So it was completely superficial. superficial stitches. Mm Mm-hmm. And polysporin. Mm Mm-hmm. No big deal. Okay. Uh, but still to this day, when I put my arm up, it kind of like dimples in a little bit underneath there. It will go away as the scar tissue stretches, yeah. which all scar tissue does. And yep. it starts to kind of become what it's supposed to become. But right now it's tight. Yeah. Um, so there's still a little bit of a dimple under my boob. Yeah. It's kind of cute. <laughs> sometimes. It's and then sometimes cute. I hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's number one. That was number that's one. number one. Number two, (laughs) I actually had to find the answer to this. Again, Google. Um, I ended up taking pictures again. I'm totally like, like burying the lead on this one. Yeah. Um, I took pictures again. I sent them off. Yeah. To that, to the, to the surgeon. I said, sorry that I do a lot of self-diagnosis, but Google. Yeah. And I Googled and I Googled and I Googled. Basically, what it was, was when I lifted up my arms, yes. both sides, I would see what almost looks like when you when you go like this with your hand. When you bring your hand um, back and you get that little bone or the, the, tendon. the tendon that raises up. Mm-hmm. Right? You even get them in your neck. Mm-hmm. Right? You get these tendons that raise up. Mm-hmm. It looked like that. Like a raised up tendon. That went from my abdominal muscle mm-hmm. to my pectoral muscle. Mm-hmm. On both sides. And there was like two or three of them on both sides. Vertically. Yes. Vertically. And if you here. push them, yeah. they would hurt like hell. So like tight, tight violin cords almost. Oof. 
And I felt like somebody could play the violin on yeah, these things. Yeah, play the guitar on that shit. Yeah. Um, and they were actually... Play you like a stand-up bass. <laughs> that would be kind of hot. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Except it hurt. Except so the worst not. pain. <laughs> Incredible pain. Um, and they were called Mondor chords. And basically it was blood vessels that had been... They're um, like veins that were minoring, like mine, minor. Mm-hmm. And they were clotted. Clots. <gasps> but it wasn't a big deal. They wouldn't get thrown somewhere else. It wasn't a problem with my health. I needed to take anti-inflammatories and put a hot compress on them. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. But so scary after major surgery. And I hated that the sites that I was using to research and to look up things never really talked about these minor things. Yes. And it made me feel different, and it made me feel alone, and it made me feel worried. Yeah. And I always thought, why couldn't we just say to people, hey, so these chords suck, and you're probably going to Probably might, maybe. Probably going to If you're lucky, no. Happen, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, It's not a tendon. You're not going to break it. It'll go away. It'll stretch on its own. It's an easy fix. Mm -hmm. But scary as hell when you've just had your breasts reconstructed and you lift up your arms and it feels like you've got a tight rope that's causing you to hunch over lots of little ropes tons of little ropes a lot of little ropes Mm -hmm. that didn't look nice in the mirror yeah and just aesthetically you're like what wtf yep what the whole bunch a whole bunch of wtf so and it took me too long to find the answer and that was the problem like on google yeah. I should be able to find that answer pretty damn quick. Yeah. Um, but again, but I had a surgeon. I could email. Yeah. So you emailed him. You took a picture. I take As pictures. you do. As you do. And he said, no big deal. Did he have you back to see them? He said that I could come back if I wanted to. But, but that I was serious. self-treating exactly the way that he would treat. And if I felt like I needed to see him again, he would see me the next day. And I had said, no, I think I'm good. Yeah. I, I feel good. Yeah. I believe you. And I don't believe it's more serious. And guess what? They went away. And guess what? It and wasn't here I am, serious. three months. They're gone away. They're totally gone. Yeah. Okay, number three. <laughs> How many are there? There's three. There's three. <laughs> okay, okay. No, there's four. Okay. The third one. Pimples. Yeah. So embarrassing. Where? All over my Where, chest. Why? Because the skin has stretched. Okay. And it causes the sebum under the what's skin. That? What's that? What's that? That's that's what causes pimples. It's like a pus. I, yeah, it's kind of like pus. Kind of. But your skin has it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I should probably Google sebum because I Google everything else. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know. <laughs> but it it forces it through your pores. To okay. just like it, it, you're stretching your skin, so the things that are underneath your skin are going. Ah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's going on. It forces them out and pimple. And pimples. And just little like blackheads, but no, whiteheads. I don't know. Little whiteheads. Little whiteheads. Little whiteheads. Tiny, tiny little whiteheads. Yep. Everywhere. Everywhere. But they're also kind of itchy because I have sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So I'll scratch and sure. now it looks like I've got, I don't know, been attacked by black flies. Yeah. On my chest. Yeah. And so you want to exfoliate it. What did it can't. say? Yeah. But you can't exfoliate You're not supposed it. To, Are you not supposed to, or? I could if I didn't have complication number four. Oh, shit. Hyper nipple sensitivity. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, 
your face. I wish I could see your face right now. You have so much empathy in your eyes. Yeah. Hyper nipple sensitivity. Yeah. Because this is one of the main things that I would think that would dissuade me from getting my boobs done is that it would screw up my nipple sensitivity. Mm -hmm. It would make them not like unfeeling or overly so. Mm -hmm. And that's a valid concern. It is. It's temporary is what I'm hearing. Okay. Um, But basically what does it feel like or look like or... So most people will lose the sensitivity and I read a bunch of stats and I don't want to get them wrong. Um, but basically I think it was like 20% mm-hmm. takes up to three months before they get sensitivity back. Okay. And you start to feel it. Um, you start to feel like the nerves like reattaching and firing. Um, but unfortunately like 5% will get over hypersensitivity right away and it's going to take up to six months for it to go away. Okay. So it has gotten a little bit better, Uh Um, but about a month or so after my surgery, Uh I thought, wow, why are these still hurting? Uh And I realized it wasn't the incisions that were hurting. Uh Um, Brushed up against the top of my nipple, and I wanted to smack people. Uh (laughs) And I'm a sadist, so that makes sense. (laughs) It's perfectly I'm in your for character. Any excuse to want to hit somebody consensually, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, um, I couldn't. I could not believe it because my big thing going in was I don't care if I lose sensitivity in my nipples. <laughs> of course, I of don't course. really care about my nipples sensitivity all that much. They've never really done anything for me. Mm-hmm. Not been a huge person on nipple play. Mm-hmm. Prefer to do it to others mm-hmm. than have it done to me. Mm-hmm. So whatever. And of course, and of I'm course. the one who gets stuck with of course. sensitivity. Yeah. So it's totally foreign to you. Yeah. Because you're like, meh, beforehand. And now I'm like, now you're like, kiss them me. and die. Don't touch them. Yeah. Just don't Do touch not. them. You can, like, I'm what good. about You can squeeze my boobs. People are like, oh, I want to feel them. Sure, no problem. Feel them from the side. <laughs> I was just going to say, do not touch the, 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 the center. Don't <laughs> go straight don't. onto the headlights. Yes. Yeah, go under and around. Under... Around sides, over. right through the middle. I don't care if you motorboat them. Just don't touch the nipples. <laughs> do not touch the nipples. Yeah. Can you feel it like in a bra? Is mm-hmm. it like materials rubbing against it? Well, the good news, the good news is, is that all my bras are too <laughs> small, so there's no movement inside of <laughs> You're still wearing your old bras? No, I, I went up a cup size. Okay. So I went from a 36D, mm-hmm. which I was not a 36D. I was a full B. You I would say I was a full B, but you know how they're doing the whole let's make people feel better about themselves and yeah, make I everything got, so much bigger? I got measured once and they said I was a C. I was like, you're insane. Yeah, I, yeah, I, don't, I was never a D. No. Now, I could push them up and make them look like a D, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't a D. And now I'm a 30, now I wear a 36 double D. 36 um, double but D. I am... My cup overfloweth. Yes, with a double D. With the double Still, D. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I have to get the ones that are like half cups and open. Yeah. So that half my boob can be out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get a. I can't get one that covers them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're really not too big for my frame. They're actually quite. I think they fit my frame. They pretty do. Well. Yeah. They totally do. Yeah. yeah so they're yeah. not. They're not super obnoxiously big. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. So I don't feel them inside my bra. Okay. They don't move. So they're so the nipples are not rubbing up against anything. They're snug in your bra. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're snug in so my it's bra. not a huge. Until I take the bra. Until bra off. you take the bra off, and then you're dying. So wear <laughs> wear shoes that are too tight all day. 
Take your feet, take your shoes off, and you know how your feet hurt more when you've taken the first them off? 10 minutes? <laughs> that's what it feels that's, like. That's the nipple sitch, the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard because my partners can't even. Yeah, you want people to touch your new breasts. And I can't share them the way I want to share them yet. Because of the fucking nipple thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And everything else at this point, so it's been like three months. Mm hmm. So that's the, this is the last of your complications that we... Yes. No, I'm not on wood. I'm not on wood. Yes. And they were all minor, so I'm okay with it. Yeah. So other than that, everything else is healed fine. Stitches. Yep. Um, um, eh, there's one other thing that is not a complication. <laughs> okay. It's perfectly normal because they do dissolvable stitches. You mm-hmm. might think it's a pimple, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's a dissolvable stitch coming through. Oh, coming out. Yeah, and sometimes they'll actually come out. And it looks like a, it's pretty gross. It's a bump or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, my, my surgeon actually said if I felt comfortable cutting them myself, I could. So I just took eyebrow, eyebrow scissors and would like, oh, the, the internal stitches coming up. And I would just cut it. <laughs> but I'm not squeamish about that stuff. Obviously. I know. I'll have to show you one of the dents oh, <laughs> from one of the stitches that didn't want to come out. Oh, no. So are, is that still happening? No. I think all of the dissolvable stitches have dissolved. Yeah. They um they start dissolving after I think three weeks. Okay. And then they'll continue to dissolve up to about two months. They might and they're gone by. So they're two probably months. gone. Yeah. They're yeah. My body has absorbed them. So what else needs to happen? Do you go back? Have you gone back? Six months. Six so months. So I won't go, go back, back until six months. Okay. And when I go back, um, that every, I'll have my final set of pictures taken. Yeah. So, I get so you can see your before and after. And after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took a bunch of befores and afters. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I it was the night before my surgery and I'm like, okay, babe, let's just take a whole bunch of pictures. Oh, yeah. This is the last time we see them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I go back at six months. That's when they should be pretty much done. Um, they should look like they're going to look. Yeah. After six months. After six months. Because right now they're still kind of falling as well, right? A little bit, yeah. A little bit, a little bit. I think I probably have about 25% left left of droppage. The only difference is now is that although the incisions are healed and the scars aren't that bad, they're still obviously red. They still get angry. We we call them angry. The stitches. Like, your scars are angry today. The red scars. Yeah. But so those will go white. Because the blood flow, yeah. So they'll go white. Eventually. Yeah, and every now and then I'll be sitting and watching TV. Yeah. And I will scream. <laughs> in pain. <laughs> Why? Because it feels like somebody just electrocuted my nipple. Oh. Because, or some part of my breast. Because the neurons just, deci- or the, the nerves just decided they were connecting. Oh. In that moment, it just goes, boom. <gasps> we're sending signals again. Wow. Mm. You can feel that? Well, I'm assuming that's what it is because it feels like... You can like feel a, something. It's a sharp... It feels like... Um, we were talking about electroplay, funny enough. <laughs> yeah. Electrostim today. Right? And that's what it feels like. <sighs> it feels like somebody just went with a neon wand. Yeah. Yeah. With a Zeus. Or a Zeus. Yeah, something. <laughs> and it's just... Oh. oh no! So, do you put on like something for the scars? Do you are you creaming? Are you yes doing something? You know, yeah, to, to help with gel. the healing or or like the stretching of the skin? Do you have to do anything like? My surgeon's very much your body is going to do what your body needs to do. Mm-hmm. 
um, you can do this, you can do that, you can do this. Yeah. There's all of these things out there. I'm not... Not doing any of them. I'm doing one. Um, What's um, that? Well, I did the massages he told me to do, the yep. push-togethers and the push-down. Down. Um, and I bought the scar gel from the surgeon as opposed to getting something over the counter because I'm like, I already spent $16,000, so I might as well pay $100 for that too. Yeah. As opposed to going and saving and paying, what, 50 for Mederma or something like that. Right. I don't know. And I, I don't know. I think I would rather use what that surgeon specifically yeah. that did my surgery is giving me and recommending me. Yeah. And he said that I didn't have to, but I, but I do. Yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of things. I've heard coconut oil, bio oil, things like that. But and this is all just to fade the scars? Yeah. Yeah. To, or to speed up the healing of the scars? Yes. Yeah. Um, something else I did after, because there was a week where I had some external stitches, mm-hmm. um, and he left the surgical tape on them. So after a week, I got the surgical tape removed. Mm. Um, so after that, I was allowed to put on silicone tape. And that is supposed to keep the scars from puffing up. Hmm. But mine never puffed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found the silicone tape irritated me. Okay. So um, you just didn't do so that didn't at do all? No. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So are you... How do you feel? Like... For the most part, I never stop touching my boobs. <laughs> That's how I feel. I feel them. Yeah. All day long. Like, I run down the stairs <laughs> at work, and I have to hold on to them because yes. I don't want them to bounce yes. too much. But yeah, I'm constantly pushing them together. Yeah. Poor... <laughs> You're just sitting here watching me push my boobs together, as if you don't already see it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm playing with my breasts right Yeah, now. guys, like there's right a now. lot of breast play happening. Yes. <laughs> right now. But you're just, can you believe it? Like when you look in the mirror or when you're touching them, are you just like, wow, wow, wow. Every time, are you just like, So I walk down those. the hall. I walk down the hall in my apartment and literally my partner will stop whatever he's doing if I've got like a my top off or I've got a tight tank top on and I'm not wearing a bra, whatever the case may be, if he has visual of my breasts... <laughs> He stops whatever he's doing. Boobs. <laughs> he turns into a 15-year-old boy, and I love him so much. So, and all of that, my primary partner does that. Every other partner. Yeah. Boobs. There's somebody at work that calls me tits now. Yeah. It's wonderful. I love it. You love it. You love, love the it. attention. I do. Yeah. Have you played, like, kink played, swinger played? With your new titties? As long as nobody touches them, yes. Yeah, touches the nipples? Yes. So I do have I do have regular partners that we do play with and, yeah. and it was Do you feel sexy? Hard. Do you feel Do you feel different playing that's, with them? That's a great question. Um I feel more vulnerable right now, and that's not a good place for me. Mm-hmm. Because you're I'm, a dominant I'm a top and you're I'm a dominant and I'm a sadist. Um so I feel a little bit vulnerable because I feel still a little fragile. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Uh, physically? Physically. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah, in yeah, my yeah. breasts. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. a lot better if I actually wear like a sexy sports bra or some or a sexy crop top. Something where they're locked and loaded yeah. and secure, feeling safe. Yes. Safe and secure. Yeah. And I think the, the scars are also difficult for me to get out of my head. So if I'm laying on my back at any moment mm-hmm. and anybody is looking at me, I'm going, you can see under my breasts right now. You can see the scars. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. And I get kind of out of my head space. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. again, just stop that by putting on a body stocking or something like mm-hmm. that. Because the shape, and my surgeon said this, the shape is worth 
the scars. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he was so right. Mm-hmm. But the scars are still there, and they the will scars get are there, and, and they'll get better. Oh, they'll yeah. get lots better, right? Yeah. yeah. And you'll get used to them as well. Yeah, and, and a lot of people that look at them now, because everybody wants to see them, because they want to see... Yeah, they want to they... see them. Yeah. And even people um, who are thinking about getting the surgery, yes. I want to see them. What does it look like? And everybody is telling me, oh my God, your scars look so good. Oh my God, they faded so much. Yep. Oh my God, I've never seen anybody's look that good after only three months. Hashtag Yorkville doctors. Yes. Hashtag Yorkville doctors. So I know that they So look you bad. know they don't look bad, but yeah, it's just a thing you're self-conscious about at this time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I do. I do have that moment, but then at other times, I'm like, "Damn." Are you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel that way? Oh yeah. Are you like boobs? Boobs. (laughs) Everything is boobs. Like I will come out of the shower, walk by the mirror, and my partner will be doing something, and I will stop and go boobs. Yeah. Do you do a double take? Yeah. When you see yourself. Hey now. (laughs) I do. Yeah. Like narcissism is running super high in my (laughs) household. Your head is just enormous. I cannot walk by a mirror without looking. I just can't. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, wait. Puff out that part of the shirt a little bit. Maximize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arch that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shoulders down. Tits up and out. Yeah. Yes. Aww. Posture has become very important to my mm-hmm. life. Oh. I bet. I'm like, oh, don't slouch. Why slouch? Yeah, no reason to slouch anymore. Fuck. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I'm learning what kinds of lingerie look better. Yeah, yeah. Like, close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's things that I never used to wear. So two big things were I always had to wear a bra. Mm-hmm. So I had to always have things with um, like tank top straps. Yeah. Now I'm noticing I can, one, do strapless, which is hot. <laughs> but two, the that kind of look where it, it comes off the shoulders and goes around the neck, mm-hmm. I never used to wear that because you'd see bra straps. Mm-hmm. That is the best style for fake boobs. Yeah, the best look for you. Yeah. Best look yeah. for these boobs. Yeah. I'm telling you. Like more just... of a halter neck or a, yeah. Yeah, where it's off the shoulders there. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So I'm like reinventing my old clothes. Yeah. I, I have this urge to buy new clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. All my old clothes are new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. They all look completely different now. Completely different. Yeah. And now it's clothes that it was like, oh, I, I always wore tank top under that. And a bra. Fun it's bad. sheer. I'm not wearing anything underneath it. <laughs> Zero. Done. It's like all of a sudden starting to go commando for the first time in your life. Yeah. Everything feels different. So Every free. pair of pants wears different. I can feel the wind under my breasts. <laughs> I could never feel wind under my breasts before. It's fantastic. The wind beneath my tits. The, the wind beneath your tits. Gem. We're at time. We boobed the whole 50 minutes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much. Like, I feel like it's so important to talk about Mm because so many people want, so many people are curious. So many women are curious to do it themselves. There's not a lot of information about all these little things, you know? Yeah. And... I, I think it's great that you're so open and candid about it. I think it's amazing. I wish I had somebody who told me about the pimples. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Thank a thing. you. It's a thing. Uh, everybody, this has been Gem. Do you have anything you want to tell people about? 
Um, the only thing I'd say is that if you're ever at Oasis on mm -hmm. a fetish Friday, mm -hmm. um, me and my primary partner are there dungeon monitoring. So you can always come say hi. Come say hi. If you want to learn about anything uh, BDSM related, if we know it, we will gladly share our knowledge with you. Amazing. Thank you so much again, Jem. Thank you. Everyone, this has been Jem and I am Erin Pym and this has been the Bed Post Podcast. Check back often, everyone, because we do a new episode every single Friday. If you want to see Bed Post live, our variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theatre the third Friday of every month at 8. The next show is June 16th. For more information on everything Bed Post, please visit us on Facebook at Bed Post Erotica or on Instagram at the Bed Post Sex Show or on our new website, bedpost.ca. And don't forget to check out Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary, which is available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com. Or Spiders Will Eat Your Face. Nobody wants that. That's Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the movie, on Amazon. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland, who can be reached on Facebook or at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com.